Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Well, Chris, four weeks, four losses for the Carolina Panthers. This one, a 21 13 loss to the Minnesota Vikings at Bank of America Stadium, where you are right now. And Chris, yeah. go ahead. It stinks. Just go and say it. It stinks. It stinks. It, it does. And I was going to say, I'm glad that they have an early bye week this year because they're going to absolutely need it. And it's coming in two weeks. <laughs> coming in I three weeks. I, yeah, there's. they need a bye week to fix red zone execution, <laughs> protecting Bryce Young. Bryce Young actually taking care of the football himself. He wasn't perfect. He was fine, but he wasn't perfect. And also, can we work on freaking, like, I don't know, Late half, red zone, two-minute stuff. Can we work on that? Clock management, people. Hello, thank you. Okay, well, you know what? Before we do all that, let's break it down. Let's get the suckers. The state of North Carolina covers 53,000 square miles. It is the habitat of the feared Carolina Panthers. Get dialed in, Panthers fans, for an in-depth look at your team. Exclusive interviews. Locker room insight. Let's huddle up for Panthers Playbook. Here are your hosts, Dennis Cox and Chris Lee. Welcome back to Panthers Playbook. That's Chris Lee. Dennis Cox here with you. 21-13 Carolina Panthers lose to the Minnesota Vikings. Again, we're going to break everything down from red zone execution. I'm sorry, lack of red zone execution. Let's be honest. Let's call it what it is, Chris. Uh, the terrible clock management that we have still seen from my head coach that has been a head coach in this league for multiple years and Frank Reich, uh, Bryce still not taking care of the football and five sacks allowed in the second half and also a run defense, Chris, that just gave up a lot of yards against a team that hasn't run the ball well at all this season. Yeah. There's a lot, a lot that needs to be fixed before we get into all that. Make sure you smash that subscribe button here on YouTube. Leave your comments and your thoughts on tonight's or on this afternoon's game in the comment section. Hit the likes as well. We'll interact with you, of course. All right, Chris. Panthers led this one 10-0. Sam Franklin, pick six. I was like, you know what? That's the first time we really felt like a juice play, right? Like if something that gets the juices flowing, that yep. big splash play. First time it felt like all season that we really had something big like that. And I was like, man feeling pretty good here feeling pretty good and then it kind of just went slowly downhill from there it did but dennis and, and one of the things if you notice uh first off all 13 points came in the first half for, for the carolina yeah. panthers so nothing point. in a nothing in the second half right and that was one of the issues that we talked about with matt rule last year it's one of the things we kept talking about like they really don't have a second half push and mm -hmm. then uh outside of the first offensive drive for the carolina panthers the defense is, is thanks for 10 of those 13 points. Yeah. You think about it. You got the pick six. Then you got Kamu Gruje hill who gets the interception. That leads to uh, a field goal. Other than that, uh, it was just the first drive for the Carolina Panthers, which led to points. Their offense is just not doing 
anything when it comes down to generating points or putting uh, the other defense in any type of stress right now. And so that's one of the things that like a lot of fans are just getting frustrated with right now. If you look at Twitter, look on uh, social media, mm-hmm. um, they're wondering what's going on, especially for we were sold on this coaching staff, right? Yeah. This was supposed to be an offensive coaching staff with all kinds of, uh, 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 you know, credibility and all kinds of uh, experience in the league. And yet we're not seeing it right now for a team that was supposed to only be a quarterback away. Yeah, that's what we were told. That's what we were sold on, right? Was that bill of goods? Uh, But clearly it's not there. Like clearly this team is not as close as they thought they were. No, not not as close as they thought they were. And honestly, we all thought last year, it's like, yeah, you're a quarterback away last year from winning a very weak division. But quarterback away can, last year under Steve Wilkes. Let's just under let's Steve Wilkes. Exactly. There's, <laughs> there's caveats to this. So let's take everything into consideration. All right. So I will say this in the second half, that first drive by the Carolina Panthers, Bryce Young was just they were just slowly but you know matriculating the ball down the field, matriculating the ball down the field, I should say, methodically moving the ball down the field. And it was Bryce with his arm, but again, it's a lot of underneath stuff, just picking up six, seven yards, eight yards, mm-hmm. but they got first downs and kept things moving. But then Bryce happened. I'm not going to uh, look, here's the thing. I'm not putting it all on Bryce young. I'm not going to yeah. put it all on coaching staff. It, it's a collective thing. There's no like one solution to all this right now, but Bryce has got to learn. You got it. Sometimes, you know what? Harrison Smith comes free off the edge, a free blitzer. You know what? You can't always make that dude miss to try and extend the play. I get what you're trying to do. You're a kid. I totally get what you're trying to do. But in that situation, he's got to eat the football and take it. So I'm Early not, not going to eat the football and take it. I'm, I'm not going to take away uh, any blame from Bryce, right? Because yeah. there are certain things he can do better. But let's remember, this is his third game. Oh, right? yeah, 100%. And, and 100%. I, I want to make sure that the, that the blame goes to where it needs to go to. Like, yeah. first off, Bryce Young can't block the defensive line. Yeah, he, you know, and and there's like literally that offensive line for the Carolina Panthers is just letting guys leak through. He, he also was five times in the second half, five and, times and, in the second half, and three times from Harrison Smith alone. Yeah, and he also can't generate a run game. The run game was horrible, Terrible. and honestly, even with the horrible run game, Chuba Hubbard looks like the better running back for the Carolina Panthers. That's another thing that we could talk about another time. Yeah, And then also we talked about the play calling and you're right. A lot of the stuff is underneath. There's a lot of times up there, like, you know, and we were doing this at the Duke game where you're kind of like, oh yeah, it's going to go to this and it's going to be this play call. You could figure out it's going to be a screen to the left. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a screen to the right. This is going to be, he's, he's trying to look for Adam Thielen, but Adam Thielen can't get open. So he has Miles Sanders that he can dump the ball up to, and that's going to get two yards. You know what I'm saying? Like you can yeah. see these types of things coming. And, and, and that's the part where it's like, I get it. Bryce shouldn't have fumbled at the same time, but like, also look how fast, if you look at that play, look how fast the defender got to him. Right and look how him. fast DJ Wanham was there to, for the scoop and score with yeah. no other Carolina Panthers around. Is mm-hmm. that Bryce Young's fault in his third game ever in his NFL career? There are, there are so many other things that are happening around him that are just horrible right now that I, I know Panthers fans are going to look around the NFL and say, man, we could have gotten CJ Stroud. We could have gotten Anthony uh, Richardson. But if those guys were in this same offense, they'd be going through a lot of the same things. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> right now that Bryce Young is going through. 100% with you on that. Now, again, he's, 
He's got to learn, like, you know what? I got to protect the football. That's something he has to learn as well. But, yeah, it's not his fault that there's a free blitzer coming. They they sent more than what was extended than they had, that, than they had to block. That simply is that. That was Brian Flores. And here's the thing. And, we actually, we'll get to the soundbite here in a moment yeah, from Miles Sanders. Yeah, I know Sanders. what you're about we'll to also, say. We'll, we'll also hear from wide receiver Adam Thielen because you were in the locker room asking these questions. We heard Frank Reich say it post-game. We heard it from Bryce Young saying post-game. We'll also hear the soundbite from, from Miles Sanders. They knew what was coming. They knew what they was coming. They knew what was they coming. They knew it. <laughs> and guess what? You knew. And did nothing about it. Exactly. Here's Miles Sanders running back talking about, hey, they knew what was coming. Well, we, we know what type of defense uh, like they run. They like to bring a lot of a lot of blitz zero and stack the, stack the line of scrimmage and make it pretty difficult. They gave us pretty much every look that we, you know, uh, we've, you know, um, expected. Uh, I thought we did a pretty good job. It's just, the, you know, the urgency and the getting out of huddle stuff and delayed games is, is what's really killing us, you know, trying to get into a real rhythm. We can't really get into a real rhythm. And it's just not, honestly, we're not playing good football right now. That's no point fingers at anybody, but but you know everybody. It's not just one person. It's it's everybody that has to do with this. You know, it's the whole offense, and it's something that we gotta we gotta change quick, or it's it's, it's gonna be the the tell of our story this year. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the Fileo Fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right, Miles Sanders brought up a really good point here, Chris, about the something we saw from game one and game two about just yeah. getting out of the huddle faster and like getting play calls mm. and all that kind of stuff in the clock management those kinds of things as a whole was just bad in this game and I, there are two there are a couple of situations i'll point out there's actually one time in the post game press conference i know you heard this frank reich said that they had to burn a timeout because he called a play and he didn't know adam, adam Thielen was in there but didn't know Adam Thielen was there. But, like, the play was only designed to go to him. It's like, well, we talked about the predictability of your offense. Well, no, no bleep. Like, clearly, like, you're just drawing up things for one guy, and we all can see it. And guess what? Right. So does your opponent. Because right. if you knew what they were doing, I guarantee you they knew what you were doing. So that kind of stuff stood out. But also the clock management. Like, late in the first half, you mentioned the combo Gruje Hill. Uh, the interception that he had. Yep. Uh, I forget it was Etor Grossmato. So I actually thought he had a really good game today defensively overall. Amazing um, game. I thought it was the best game we've ever seen him play as a Carolina Panthers. Yeah. Um, but he he hits Cousins, ball pops up. Drew Hill intercepts it, gets the ball out kind of towards midfield. First play, pass over the middle, beautiful throw by by Bryce Young. They pick up a nice 14, 15 yard pickup by yep. uh by Adam Thielen. That first play started at 34 seconds. 
Thielen's getting up off the ground at 28 seconds. And they two had timeouts. two timeouts. Yes. Two timeouts. Two timeouts at that point. Two timeouts. Tick, tick, tick. I'm, I'm thinking, I'm sitting on my couch going, going, doing, I'm doing the T. I'm like, timeout. I'm yeah, doing the Shador doing, Sanders. Exactly. Like, hey, you do the Shador hey. Sanders, throwing the watch up. Like, <laughs> tick, like clock's ticking. I'm like, yeah. you have two timeouts. Like, you pick up that first one, timeout right here. You know what? Or at least after the turnover, you'd be like, we have two plays called, so we knew what was ready to come next. The next snap didn't happen until the clock was ticking from 12 to 11 is when the next snap happened. Like, that's literally like 16, 17 seconds wasted. Right. And they only got one more play after that. They went into the locker room with a timeout. They went full Roy Williams with this thing. We're going into the locker room with timeouts. I'm like, you can use your timeouts, you know? Like, you can do that. I'm like, why did you not call a timeout there? Because that's 16, 17 seconds. That's two plays. That's two plays right there. You got to give yourself a chance to take a shot at the end zone. I'm like, that's terrible mismanagement. Then go late in the second half. When they're trying to go for a game-time score, need a touchdown and a two-point conversion. Moving the ball down the field. But that sense of urgency, under two minutes, they just wasted a lot of time. Not getting into the line of scrimmage quickly. Not getting the plays, whatever it in quickly. The two-minute drill was bad. And I actually thought sometimes, I think that maybe Bryce would actually excel in like an up-tempo offense, like get to the line quick. That way defenses just can't get set. But they wasted a bunch of time and actually had to burn a timeout, which guess what? You could have used that timeout after you turned the ball over on downs after Icky Kwanu gives up another bad sack, which, oh, also, by the way, the play before Bryce Young had the strip sack that was taken back for a touchdown. To <laughs> I know, here's the thing. <laughs> I know I'm, I'm 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 grooving here. I'm sorry, Chris. I know I keep I'm getting long-winded, but the play before Ikki Kwanu on a nice pickup that put the Carolina Panthers inside the 10-yard line, illegal man downfield took away a nice game. So it's like it's self-inflicted wounds. So it's like twice down in the red zone, Ikki Kwanu makes two major mistakes. You know, yes. so it's like like what are we doing here, right? You know, it's just they continue to make things harder for themselves. The Panthers do. They're making things harder and more difficult for themselves, and I don't get why, Chris. Sorry I got a little long-winded there. So let's go back to the play calling, scheme, all that type of stuff, right? Yeah. Um, if you notice, we talked about before, when they when the offense generated its only points of the game to three points on that first drive, that's yeah. because that first drive a lot of times is scripted. You know the NFL. Yeah. like A lot of times you know what that first drive is going to look like when you come out as an offense. And it, it always feels like the Panthers, when they know what's happening, when they have the script to follow, when they have some tempo, they operate a little bit better. Now, I, I can't remember if it was the second or third quarter, but there was a pass where uh, Bryce Young hit, um, I believe it was uh, Terrace Marshall over the middle. He, yeah. And he gets it, runs for a little bit, drops it, falls on it. And for the Panthers to make sure that there's no challenge, they immediately get on the ball and yes. then they immediately get another first down. Yes. And that showed me right there that if you use a little bit of tempo, as you just mentioned, mm-hmm. if you use a little bit of tempo, it, it helps Bryce Young out. He gets in a better groove. It probably also makes the defense a little tired. And one of the things I started noticing in the second half that the, that the Minnesota Vikings were doing, and Harrison Smith was amazing at this. Yeah. I don't know. You know, I'm in the press box. I can't hear their cadences or their calls. But they, he was timing it up, man. Mm-hmm. There was times where, like, as soon as the ball is snapped, he's past the offensive line. Yeah. Because, like, whatever it was, like, they're not, they're not doing anything different to, to put the defense in, in duress. 
They they know what's coming. They they understand what the call is, and he's getting to Bryce Young so fast. And it just really does feel like that uh, that Frank Reich is not putting him in a great position. And this is what this made me think of. Right later on this season, we're going to talk to Boomer Esiason. Yeah, you remember when I talked to Boomer Esiason uh, before the NFL draft, mm-hmm. and he was saying, "I know Frank Reich. That's my boy. They used to be uh, roommates in college." Yeah, I know Frank Reich. That's my boy. He likes big quarterbacks. I don't think he wants to take Bryce Young. He Mm. said that to me in my interview with him, right? Yeah. And so it makes me wonder if Frank Reich has any faith in Bryce Young because if you remember uh, what we heard from the Panthers coming into it, he had to be sold on Bryce Young. Yeah. It was was, uh, Scott Fitterer. It was David Tepper who already was sold on Bryce Young from a couple years ago who was mm-hmm. saying, hey, this is the guy that we want to take. So now you look at the two different, the, the, the four different games that they played. Bryce Young started three. Andy Dalton had one. Why did it look like Andy Dalton had access to a whole different playbook than Bryce Young did? Thank you. It That's feels like question. Andy Dalton yes. had an access to a whole different playbook that Bryce Young has had access to in three games. It really does feel like, and again, like, you know, you know, you know, media talks around here. And yeah, you, yeah. I'm talking to other people and, and we're discussing this. And it's like, what's what's different between this? Like, what's different between the two? What can Bryce Young not do that Andy Dalton was able to do against Seattle? Mm-hmm. And uh, it just looks like two like two different game plans for those guys. So it's uh, it's just very interesting to to see all that and for all that to come in and um and, and it makes me have questioned Frank Reich and if he has any faith in Bryce Young because again, that wasn't the guy that he wanted coming into it. He had to be. Uh, uh, I guess, persuaded into yeah. being okay with what the owner and the general manager had already said they wanted a few years ago. Uh-huh. I'm 100% with you. I actually texted you during the game. Again, you're at Bank of America Stadium. I'm, I'm on my couch. I texted you during the game. Why does it feel like Andy Dalton has more freedom in this offense than Bryce? Yes. Young? Yes. Why? Yes. Because like, I, I texted you. It was like, where are the combination routes and and, and more of the, the, the shots downfield and things like that. Like, wh- wh- where is that? There's where no was motion. That? The offense is stagnant. Like, yes. you know, there was, there was this one play in the second half where uh, where I just, the only time I saw this where, where Miles Sanders lined up as a wide receiver, motioned all the way around to the other side, and it was just a simple wheel route. He just simply did basically a semicircle behind, yeah. and he ended up gaining like seven yards, right? Yeah. And that was – I think that was Miles Sanders' best uh, pass play that, you know – played it where he caught the ball mm-hmm. and I'm a look at John Johnson from WXI next to me and we're like motion caught the defense off guard nobody touched him until he was already he already gained five yards and it's like they didn't do that all game and it's like what's so Pardon hard me. about this this is the modern NFL catch up Frank right yeah here's the thing okay we talk about the receivers can't get separation right well, one way you can help create some separation is by using motions and, and pre-snap stuff because if I'm sending a guy in motion, he can underneath, cut up underneath, especially teams going man coverage, he can cut underneath another wide receiver. That's how you can get separation you know, from your defender. You do that, but also pre-snap motion also does another thing as well. It indicates to Bryce Young what the defense, like what their coverage yes. is and things like that. You can start doing those. That's what pre-snap does, whether it's pre-snap shifts, and or motions that's what pre-snap motion gives you yes like yes. so guess what when you're going just slow and methodical 
hey, let's line up. We're in our formation. I got two receivers over here. I got a tight end and one receiver here, and I got a back to my right. And I'm just looking around, right? And just and the other defenses just line up. They're just waiting for you. Like, the, and that's why Harrison Smith was set. able to time things up and get to that backfield. A hundred percent, one hundred percent. Um, because like you actually mentioned the thing about what the the Terrace Marshall play, uh, where he looked like he was an incompletion. They got to the line real fast, and they got a quick play going to prevent any sort of challenge call. Brady Quinn, who was on the call doing color commentary, goes, maybe they should do this for Bryce Young. Because when you actually go at a somewhat of a, a little bit of a tempo, guess what also prevents the defense from doing? Getting set up and actually like, okay, what blitz are we going to call? They have to keep things super basic when that, because you can't sit there and like call blitzers or shift guys around, whatever it might be. Things can get a little bit more basic and predictable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like maybe put your guys in position to do that. Again, I think Frank Reich, right now as a whole, I will say this flat out, has done a crap job this season. Oh, he gets has an done an so absolute far. crap job. The fact that I, I could tell the fact that he didn't trust, he doesn't trust, doesn't trust Bryce Young right now. The very first pass plays a wide receiver screen. I'm like, what are we doing? Like, it's the and, same thing. Nothing changed. Nothing got better. Nothing improved. Nothing opened up. He doesn't trust Bryce Young, and it stinks. Because guess what? You need to take the training wheels off Bryce Young, Frank. Take the training wheels off him. Let the guy open up. He's got some talent. I know he's 5'10". Miss me with that stuff, folks. The guy can play if you let him have a chance. You got to let him have a chance to actually freaking play. And we're going to get word salad from him, and he's going to, like, you know, if you actually look at some of this, right, like Panthers get 20 first downs, Vikings got 14. Um, Panthers only got 232 yards and so this would surprise you they actually held the ball for 38 minutes and 29 seconds that's time of possession for the carolina panthers so when you see when you have stuff like that and they were able to keep the ball even though they really didn't get a lot of yardage out Mm -hmm. of it frank reich is probably gonna look at that and say oh we were just a couple plays away bro this is also the minnesota vikings like they aren't really that good no. And so you you take away a few things, you you give yourself a chance to score, um, and you should have probably won this game by a few scores, right? Like probably probably could have won this game thirty one to fourteen, yeah. But you did it, and it's because your offense doesn't work, and you can't move it down the field, and you don't trust Bryce Young. And you talk about those few plays we talked about again about red zone execution. Here's Adam Thielen, who's been their bright spot on offense as the veteran wide receiver that was brought in. Here's Adam Thielen talking about the lack of execution. And you asked this question to him, Chris. Here's Adam Thielen on the lack of execution in the red zone. Yeah, we knew we knew that this is a tough defense as far as, as they just bring a lot of un, you know crazy looks, a lot of pressure. They make it tough on you. They're not going to just sit back and play defense and show you what they're going to do. And so we just didn't execute on a few opportunities. Um, and then you know you get pushed back and 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 it's tough. So um, we got to find a way to continue to have positive momentum. And once we get in the red zone and and to uh, you know capitalize on the opportunities when we get them. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.
tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. You know you Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. All right, Chris, that's the veteran, Adam Thielen, and he's one of the captains. He's one of the leaders of this team. I know he had some things to say about what he needs to do to make sure everyone else is on the same page. Yeah, and this is, I think, one of the more poignant things that I heard today, and uh, he was like, hey, we're 0-4, and mm -hmm. I'm one of the captains on the team. So everything I do from here on out at practice, these everybody else is going to look at. If, if a coach is coming down on me and coming harsh on me and I roll my eyes or – if, uh, you know, if I'm not listening to the coaches, people are going to see that. They're going to notice that. Yeah. He was saying, if I'm not preparing the same way I prepared before week one, people are going to notice that. If I pack mm -hmm. it in like we're going to uh, lose next week, then people are going to notice that and they're going to follow suit. And so he understands. And, and, and Miles Sanders said something uh, very similar, but I think Adam Thielen kind of worded it the best way. She's like, hey, man, like it, this is also going to be on a leadership right now. The leadership needs to make sure that they're showing that we are still in this, we are still engaged, and that we want to win. Because it's very easy to look at that 0-4 record and just pack it in right now. Oh, yeah, the only other team who is winless are the Chicago Bears. And this only benefits the Chicago Bears right now because the Carolina Panthers would give their uh, first-round pick to the Bears next year uh, because of the trade for Bryce Young. Yeah, simple as that. Simple as that. Uh, I know the defense only gave up 21 points today. Actually, they didn't give up 21 points. Only gave up 14 they gave up points because there's, there's a defensive score. Uh, so both teams had a defensive score today. It's amazing the, the Panthers' defense actually outscored their offense today. Imagine that um, when you think about it. Now, they for they held Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson in that passing game. They kept, they kept them in check. They only completed 12 passes to the Minnesota <laughs> Vikings today. Only that's completed 12 passes. They are they're third in the league in, in passing yardage. That's yeah. the part that's like, it's just mind-blowing. Well, it's not only that. It's they're third in the league in passing, and they get held in check. And this is with Dante Jackson going out during the game. This is with Sam Franklin starting in for Xavier Woods. Obviously, they're without J.C. Horn as well. Without J.C. Horn, yep. And so, like, okay, you're down with three of, down three of your starting four defensive backs from the beginning of this season. You're down those. But then also the running game, that was 31st in the league for the Minnesota Vikings coming in today, Bro. 31st in yards per game, 31 of 32, not very good, puts up 120 plus. You so know what? I, wait a second. We're, we're going to talk about the offense a lot and what the offense can be doing better, but Ezero Evero also uh, deserves a, a little bit of, of criticism for in a few different areas. One, mm -hmm. um, that run defense is just horrible. I mean, almost six yards per carry, uh, yeah. only 23 carries and 135 yards. I was actually surprised that it was only about six yards per carry. It felt like it was 10 yards every time they, they ran the ball. Yeah. Um, and, and that was just something that was just, it was horrendous. The middle of that defense is way too soft. And then we also noticed, remember that sack that Jeremy Chen had? Yeah. He was blitzing, he was in the box, and he was blitzing from the middle. And I tweeted... Good things happen when you put Jeremy Chen in a box. And I, I really do feel like, and we've said this before, he's been underutilized, and he's been also, when he is, has been used, been used the wrong way. 
Um, and I think that sack really showed what you could do with, with Jeremy Chen, uh, especially with, uh, with Shaq Thompson out mm -hmm. due to his injury. And I think Ezero Evero could do better with that. Also, Yitor Gross Matos, he is growing in this defense. We might yeah. see him on the field a little bit more. Um, he was out there a lot as opposed to Justin Houston. He was out he there was. quite a bit. And, and we saw also DJ Johnson a few times in the first half. Why? We didn't need him. You don't need him there. And there was one, it was that second Trying drive to for the Minnesota the pick is what you're doing. Second drive for the Minnesota Vikings. They had their two outside linebackers was Yitor Gross Matos and DJ Johnson for the first two downs. And I was like, why? Now, now the Vikings didn't, didn't move the ball at all during that drive. So it ended up working out. But like, I'm not liking how Brian Burns isn't getting one-on-ones. I'm not liking how Brian Burns isn't on the field during uh, some of these crucial times. I'm not liking how Brian Burns sometimes is being dropped in coverage. It feels yeah. like they're using Brian Burns wrong as well. So there's there's some criticism to go around, go around on the defense as well. Oh, yeah, there definitely is. But credit to Sam Franklin. He had an early pass interference call that set up the Vikings in the red zone. Then he gets a pick six. Made so up for more it. More than made up for it. More than made up for him. Props to him in his first start getting that big-time play. But you know what? They still had a chance to win, did the Carolina Panthers, and nothing. Nothing. They still got that goose egg. They still got that goose egg. I don't know, Chris. There's a lot of things to, to figure out, but we're going to discuss this a little bit more this coming Thursday on the next episode of Panthers Playbook. Again, make sure you subscribe here on YouTube. Make sure that you leave comments. We want to know your thoughts, Panthers fans. Really do. Yeah. Vent. The comment section is out there for you to vent. Just vent. Keep it, keep it civil, but just go ahead and vent and smash that subscribe button as well. And Chris... Drive back safe from Bank of America, please. Thank you. I will. Drive back safe. We'll see you Thursday for the next episode of Panthers Playbook. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.